Let's see how the blacks respond to drums. Questlove, go. What's up, world, and welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff Podcast, where hip-hop heads discuss hip-hop topics. On today's episode, we will be roasting the culture and discussing the most embarrassing moments in hip-hop that made us hang our heads in shame. We'll also discuss lyrics that were so bad we can't unhear them. Then, I will go to a brief new segment called Hip-Hop Factor Fiction, where I will read off some very commonly held opinions have the crew weigh in on whether they're fact or fiction. Then for our magnum opus segment, we'll be breaking down De La Soul's discography and ranking their albums from worst to first, according to our personal opinions. Then the crew will share what they've been bumping for the week, then we'll review some upcoming future topics. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. What's going on, my brother? What's happening? How's everything, man? How's the family? Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Good, man. Good. The queen and the prince is doing all right. Oh, yeah. All right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. I, I think I'm noticing a trend here. I can't, usually usually it goes you, and then it's just you, you're usually the first to, to hop on. Then it's like good. maybe about 15, 20 minutes later, everybody, the, the next three or four people decide to hop in and out. So... I'm pr- I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Makes for good content oh. either way. Exactly, exactly. Man. We, we, we're more than capable of holding it down. And we got plenty of news nuggets, man, to get to uh, for the time being, man. Whew, man. This week is actually the um, the 30th anniversary of the release of De La Soul's debut album, Three Feet High and Rising. But it's kind of a bittersweet anniversary for them because of some some label drama that they're going through right now. Um, Jamil, you 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 would share an article with me or a post with me a, earlier last week. Can you fill me in and the listeners in a little bit on what exactly is going on with that with with this whole streaming thing and their catalog? So it's still a little bit unclear, but what I'm there's, I mean, as you know, if you. Uh, for the most part, it's not available on any streaming service. It's just um, you can get the grind date and you can get the anonymous nobody. But that's it. Like mm. all of the classic stuff, it has not been available. And that was by design. They didn't want their money out. You know, they didn't want their albums out there. So uh, they decided. Kind now, of what, do you know why that is? Why, why they didn't want their previous albums out there? My guess is that because the artists don't really get any money off of the streaming. Like the numbers look good, but all that stuff goes to the label. Oh, you mean Daylight didn't want it out? Right. Oh, okay. I thought you meant Tommy Boy didn't want it out. Okay, okay. No, Daylight didn't want to put it out. And so um, they, so it wasn't happening. And uh, they were cool with it. You know, they like whatever money, whatever revenue they're not going to get from streaming, they like, we good with it because, you know, Tommy Boy is ultimately going to get 
like 90% of that. So apparently something has come up financially for them. Um, and that's kind of what the post was about. They, they made reference to a, a phantom $2 million uh, debt that they had to fill. So they, they were kind of under the gun and had to uh, relinquish the, you know, the, 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 the albums uh, to stream it. But they were doing so under duress because it seemed like Tommy Boy was like trying to strong arm them into it. But then they put it out there publicly. That's a bad look for Tommy Boy. So I guess behind the scenes, Tommy Boy was trying to negotiate with the group like, you know, what can we do? Blah, blah, blah. They're trying to keep it quiet. You know what I mean? So I guess, you know, Tommy Boy was trying to hit him with some hush money or whatever. Um, Jay-Z actually got involved a, a little bit through via title. Um, I guess title was going to house it and they may have done so. I don't have titles. I'm not 100% sure did. But, you know, title is known okay. to be more friendly or pro-artist as far as their streaming is concerned. Um, so they seem to be, you know, in support of they lie in their endeavors so it's kind of an ongoing saga right now but they're uh, garnering a lot of support obviously in the hip-hop community like heavyweights are have, have kind of weighed in and you know people are hashtagging f tommy boy and tommy boycott and all that you know to kind of lend their support to really legends in, in this this game that we all love criminally underrated and, and you know not always mentioned when it comes to the greats uh, on the on the big list right like when we when we talk amongst ourselves nobody's forgetting daylight but they don't get beloved even like the beastie boys do to the masses which is which is insane to me very insane to me like i, I i've said it and i'll continue to repeat it like i don't think the beastie boys have one classic album License to Ill is probably the closest. Um, that's just me. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, I was just trying to get cleared up on that. What exactly was going on with, with their discography? Because, like, I was seeing a lot of different things. I'm just thinking, like, okay, they're they no longer going to print up, like, are there CDs going out of print? Like, what's going on? You that know, and then, like, so, the, the, so this Phantom 2. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know with some stuff that, that definitely has happened, like, especially with some of from Mancha's material um, or his best material so the two million dollar debt there's no they haven't the label hasn't put out there like what that's about is that about like sample clearances or something or no it, that was mentioned <clears throat> but you said it could have been about sample clearances yeah I hear you now okay you still there though yeah I'm here Dave what up, what's going on brother what up Dave nothing much man nothing much uh, me and Jamil were just going over a few news nuggets, man. But but just to wrap up the Daylight Convo, uh, Jamil, did you see that post they put out about Pete Rock and DJ Premier producing their next two albums? Yes, I did. I saw that before all the other drama came out about the label and stuff. That's exciting. Like, okay, okay. Exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... um. That, that'd be dope man that'd be dope like it'll definitely hopefully that'll make up for their last album i wasn't a huge fan of their last album like i i don't think it was like just a terrible uh, uh piece of work but it just the replay value for me just wasn't that high i mean and i think they just tried something different something oh no jamil you keep going in and out okay well we'll just we'll just keep talking to jamil i'm, I'm here get back in thank you 
Sticker out here playing games with him tonight, I guess. Yeah. It's like, it sounds like a, a intercom dying. Like, I'll hear him for a little bit, and it's just like, just start crunching out. Um, okay, but whatever. Um, but yeah, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. Uh, but anyway. Our other, the other news nugget I wanted to get to. Did y'all hear that Ja Rule was trying to do a fire festival what? too? I mean, wouldn't it just be fire festival? That dude must have a concussion, something. Yeah, man. It's like why, after all that bad press, after both documentaries, it's like why would you, why would you make a second go of it? But then again, it's Ja Rule. He probably ain't got nothing else cooking. You know. But yeah, but yeah. That dude is weird. Did you did you have any moments on Ja Rule and Fire Festival too? Uh, I was just saying that I think he's probably trying to capitalize on the foolishness, man, and he thinks that you know maybe people will show up for the spectacle. Maybe that whole no no press is bad press thing. Uh, I mean, yeah. especially for him, I think that 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 sounds like the only the only move that would make sense. Just trying to use whatever buzz he got going to kind of right. capitalize. I, I, I personally, I personally hope a Fifty Cent like buys out all the tickets some kind of <laughs> way, just <laughs> <laughs> so nobody can show up. Nah, <laughs> if anybody's stupid enough to try and go, then then they deserve whatever L they get. Exactly. So. Yeah. No. Nobody. I don't think anybody felt sorry for those people with the first no. first festival. Nah, only the only the workers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Those people that got swindled out of all that money. <clears throat> but yeah, that's terrible, terrible idea, job Rule. Like, what, what are you doing? Just go somewhere, man. Start a charity. Or, 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 or work man. on like, rapping, man. Start get in the studio, man. Like, I can't understand right. why rappers don't like, especially if you've had hits or had success. You know what I mean? Like, why don't you keep keep working at the craft, man? That's why I like, I really like J. Cole for that reason. You know what I mean? Because that dude, he kind of keeps at it. You know, even if he don't have albums out, like, you can tell there's some kind of growth in between his albums, in my opinion. Like, I'm, I'm right. I, I've, I've seen the notice. Or at the very least, he's touring or something. You know what I mean? He's, he's never really fully disconnected yeah. from right he'll 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 what he'll do is he'll drop he might not drop an album but he'll drop like a very thought-provoking single right <laughs> you know what i mean with a dope video to match like like he just did or like an ill feature somewhere exactly exactly a really dope feature um and i was feeling that middle Man, that, middle, that, uh, ooh, that, that video is still dope too yeah yeah um definitely a lot of a lot of <laughs> messages in that video Oh, Jamil, you also brought to my attention something about a Mac Miller and Madland. Yeah, album. man. So where did you hear about this 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 mythical album? <laughs> um, man, I can't even remember who mentioned it. Uh, somebody that was doing a DJ set with Madlib, and um, man, who was it? DJ Spinner, maybe. Whoever it was. They was doing the set. Uh, Madlib came on after him, so he was just out there kind of checking the set out. And um, he played like two songs back to back, you know, these Mac Miller tracks. And uh, so he asked about it. He was like, "Man, what's this?" 
he was like, oh man, I got a whole album of these. So apparently they had worked on an album, you know, that was probably done, but just wasn't released. So it's, it's out there. Hmm. Okay, okay. Well, it maybe it was... like Stone Throw's the only ones that, that, that got a hold of it. Okay, okay. Alright, so maybe maybe it'll see the light of day, man. I, I I'd be intrigued to hear something like that. Um Yeah. Even, yeah. E- even though what I really want to hear is that Madly had produced Black Star album. That's Absolutely. We they, we were supposed they, to get that last games. year. <laughs> right. I was I was <clears throat> super geeked for it for about eight months and it never happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kinda had a feeling it was it was <laughs> it was gonna be like that though. But um Lastly, in our um, uh, news nuggets, man, I don't know if y'all have even keeping up with this story. If not, I totally understand why. Uh, Takashi 69 apparently he struck a deal where he can give up a lot of people's names and a lot of people's dirty deeds and face no jail time and walk, but he would be in the witness protection program. Uh, does this story sound credible to y'all? I mean... Does does witness protection include tattoo removal? <laughs> I, I would assume in his case it would it would have to like like he's a pretty recognizable face. Yeah, yeah. Um, he deserves everything yeah. he gets. <laughs> Keeping it real goes wrong, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, classic, like, classic example of that, man. Like what he was was a dude that. I guess he figured out or he thought that you could just say whatever you want and there are no consequences to it. And there's a whole group of people that kind of operate under that assumption. You know what I mean? Nothing's going to really happen to me no matter yeah. what I say. Or You know what I mean? And, and the chicken's got to come home to roost. I know that makes me sound old. But... <laughs> hey, Jamil. Jamil, chicken's yeah. coming home to roost. They never made me sad. sad. In fact, it only made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Made chicken sad though. <laughs> All right, man. All right. So we we gonna dive into our first segment here, man. Um, this 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 particular uh, episode of vibes and stuff is all about roasting the culture and having a good laugh. <clears throat> so we're gonna talk about a couple of things. We're gonna get on embarrassing moments in hip hop, and we're also gonna get on lyrics that were so bad we can't unhear them. So first, we're going to get into embarrassing moments in hip hop. Were there any embarrassing moments to you all personally that 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 stood out to you all that just made y'all yes. just give you know give yourself the face palm on behalf of the culture? Yes. Please share I got a whole list, but I'll, 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 I can. I mean, if you want me to go first, <laughs> that's fine. I got a bunch of them though. Uh, uh, DMX singing Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Yo, I, honestly, it, it, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. Like it was dope. To it, me. I didn't. I I I, I, I kind of didn't hate that. Like, it, it, and he had that cameo in uh in Top Five when he was singing that Nat King Cole song. I never saw Top Five. That's yeah, you, you didn't miss much. But but he got a cameo in jail while he's singing that. He's like he's talking about he want to do something besides rap. And he starts singing "Smile," dude. It's fantastic, man. 
it's just something about like the growl and the bark of his voice and like <laughs> his inflections, man. You, dude, you gotta uh, that scene you have to see. I mean, yeah, just just Google that scene. The rest of the movie is kind of watched. But, okay. Did you, Jamil? Did you see his reading Rainbow uh, video? I did not. <laughs> oh, God, that's got to be terrible too. Dude, when you get off here, have... just go on YouTube. Just go on YouTube and look up DMX reading Rainbow, and then let me know what you think. I'm almost scared to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not safe for work or children. <laughs> um, what else on here? But go ahead. I, I interrupted. <clears throat> Lil Wayne's interview with Katie Couric. Oh, oh yeah. Miss Katie, uh, I'm gonna do it a little faster. My bad, fellas. Um, <laughs> fingers get beat up in, in in the MTV boxing match. That was bad. Uh, Superhead's book, just in general. <laughs> <laughs> My came around that. <laughs> uh, Buster Rhymes falling off stage. <laughs> <laughs> Last but not least, ODB going to pick up. That was to me, man. That was a boss move. But it was on brand, absolutely on brand. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It was right up his 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 old dirty alley. <laughs> I, I'd like to add, uh, 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 Dave. Can you hear him? Because I can't hear. Even though he broke up at the end, said he had one more, and that's all I can catch. Oh, I could. But until he clears up, I got. I, I, okay, Dave, you can proceed with your. <laughs> I don't. I hope I'm not cutting you off though. But uh, no, I was just going. I was going to throw in uh, Fifty Cent buying them tickets to Ja Rule's concert. I, I think that's. I got to be. I got to be one of the best moments in hip hop recently, man. In, in the last ten years, uh, or one of the funniest. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad day for Ja. Man. It was a bad day for job, but not for the culture. I agree. No, we got we got some good laughter out of it. <laughs> Wait, this is the now, funny I, moments or embarrassing? Um, em- embarrassing moments, embarrassing moments. Um, if you got if you got some funny moments, you could throw them out there. But sometimes stuff is funny and embarrassing at the same time. Agree. Young Thug wearing a dress. Uh, rappers, yes. it was a, it was a, it was a wave for a couple months with rappers putting on dresses. Oh, like that was, that yeah, was, yeah, that was a bad look. <clears throat> That's all I got. For no, I, I definitely agree with that one, man. That one was just, I, I, I found it disturbing because it, it really did feel for a second that that was going to be like the new thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like they tried just, to make it a thing. Yeah, they did. They did. Um, but uh, the, the few I have jotted down, man, I got the Africa Bambata molestation allegations. Yikes. Yeah. I can't even listen to Planet Rock the same, dude. Um, And, like, the stories were pretty credible, man. Like, the dudes, the dudes that came forward, man, like, they didn't come on. You know, they weren't trying to gain anything from it or get a paycheck. They were just... You know, just kind of speaking a truth, and 
right. other people vouch for them and say that they they're not the type to lie. Um, another embarrassing moment for hip hop, Young Bucks. Uh, when Fifty Cent re- uh, leaked Young Bucks' oh. uh, phone call with him crying, <laughs> yeah, man, <laughs> that was tough. That was tough. Another one. Um, the 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 Source magazine's fall from grace. <clears throat> When wow. yeah. Benzino just took the reins, I remember at the time I was really into like all those hip hop acts, like Shores, Blaze, Herb, all of that, man, Elemental, and like I remember, I remember it was just like a all of a sudden like this, this tonal shift. Like every article they were like taking shots at Eminem and Fifty Cent and Interscope, and I'm I'm reading the magazine, I'm just like, man, what is this about? <laughs> like. You know, and it just like it just ruined the magazine. Like personally for me, and then later for the magazine in general. Like, like I think they went bankrupt after that. Um, another embarrassing moment, man. Rick Ross's CEO pictures. Yeah. Oh, not not so much not so much embarrassing for him, but embarrassing because of how it was received. It was like the way the way the hip hop audience kind of like. It just didn't even register with him. It was like it was just completely went by. I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, you know. It to me that marked a moment in hip hop where like credibility and authenticity just weren't didn't matter you know. anymore. Yeah, it just didn't matter anymore. And, and 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 like I've said before, I'm not one of these dudes that like requires my my rappers to be the the hardest, most thugged out gangster dudes out there. But like. You know, when when you're steady putting out a certain narrative and pushing a certain lifestyle, and then that comes out that you were, you know, as straight laced as they can be, right? You know, it it does kind of ruin a, a little bit of it for me. That should have been the end of it, honestly. Yeah, and and yeah, and, and it just you know, ten fifteen years prior it would have been. Oh yeah, like like the OGs of the game would have kind of destroyed him for that, man. Like. Yeah. Hey, I, yeah. yeah, and the fans, and the fans. Yeah, yeah, the fans too, man. But like, I feel like the industry as a whole kind of would have called them out on it. Especially like you, you, you eating off the culture like that, and then it turns around. You know what I mean? Like you, you a CEO, you talking about doing all this stuff, kind of, kind of pushing yourself as a drug kingpin, and and, and he, <laughs> you was a cop basically, right? You know what I mean? like, that's you enforce it yeah yeah absolutely another embarrassing moment for me was uh cameron's no snitching campaign (laughs) 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 particularly particularly his yeah particularly his interview with anderson cooper uh so if a serial killer was living next door to you cameron would you you wouldn't tell the cops. No, I, I probably, I probably moved out because <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to be living around serial <laughs> killers. <laughs> yeah, that whole stop snitching movement was was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, because people people kind of people misinterpreted the definition. First of all, of snitching, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, if if somebody. Should Raise up your block and shoot some kids or some old people or something. And you you tell the cops the license plate number. That's not snitching. Nah, that's 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 giving a statement, but that's not snitching. Snitching is when you're doing dirt with somebody. Exactly. 
and then you flip on the people you're doing dirt with. That's, you know, but I, I don't want to get too far into the weeds with that. Another embarrassing, a couple other embarrassing moments. Black Eyed Peas, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. <laughs> It's just <laughs> <after> catalog. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just this is just embarrassing. It was it was so bad because like, look, I know what y'all are capable of. Like, why are y'all doing this? You know, you know, just doing mean, it, man. Had to get this money. Yeah, we, we had to we, get this money. Know, fuck album out, man. Look, they 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 knew exactly what it was, man. They they decided to bite <laughs> that bullet and get that money. Yep. Yeah, man. Um, and then lastly, man, Flavor Flav's reality show. Oh, wow. Wow. Don't be mad, New York. Yeah. I'm going to go with Hoops. <laughs> this is just, just super embarrassing, man. You were, you were the other face of public enemy. You know, a, a, yeah. a pretty woke, pretty revolutionary um, sounding hip hop group. Respected elder statesman in the game. And apparently, it's like really intelligent. Yeah, I've heard this. I've heard this. You wouldn't know it from from that. Yeah, um, yeah super embarrassing. <clears throat> um, oh, one last embarrassing moment for the culture: the leaked audio of Eminem dropping the N bomb. Yeah, that was. I mean, the way he explained it. I was like, all right, not that you get a pass, but I understand where it came from. Use, you know, angry white boy. That's the, the go-to. That's what they do. But we, we yeah. all know Eminem has said the N-word before. For sure. So, I, I guess, you know. It, it wasn't It wasn't so much It wasn't so much that he said it. It was, it was the context right. in which he said it. It was like... You know, you, you knew it wasn't in a in a positive light. Oh, no. It was just like it was just like, oh come on, man, dude, you you were supposed to be the exception to the rule, <laughs> man. You you were the one you were the one that everyone else you know was supposed to emulate, and in terms of respecting the culture and you know and blah 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 and and, and you know, but hey, it was it was something from his deep deep in his past. It wasn't like. You know, he recorded this after he got signed to Dr. Dre. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it wasn't that, it wasn't that would have been like bad. a publicity stunt or anything like that. He was mad at his girl. Right. It came out in that way. It, it, it's not excusable. But it, I don't think it was. Um, and clearly, because it did, it wasn't even like a really a speed bump in his career. Like Benzino thought it was going to be the nail in the coffin, and uh, it barely made a blip. Yeah, 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 definitely. You know, and and he gave he gave it the explanation. He he owed us an explanation. Yep. And he he gave us one, and you know, he he made right by it with his apologies. So, you know, at the end of the day, it was no harm, no foul. But at the time, it was just like, you know. <clears throat> but um, yeah. all right then. So we gonna move right along. <laughs> John Mayer used it several times. Uh, I must have missed this. Oh, no, he uh, what, what oh, it's, it's it's out. There's an interview, an interview that he did, where he. If you ever go back and listen to uh, that Kanye song "Bittersweet," where he's on the hook. Okay. There's a version of it where they're just talking, like him and Kanye are talking at the beginning of the track, 
And um, it's edited out, but you know what he said. What he basically says is, um, he's talking, he says, what happens when one of the flyest, flashiest niggas in the game and Kanye West get together? Like, <laughs> bruh. And he was, uh, yeah, there's, a, there's another interview where he's talking about a ghetto pass. And he's like, first of all, I don't have a ghetto pass. If it was a, if it was a ghetto pass, I mean, if it was really called a ghetto pass, it'd be called a nigga pass, and that's what I have. Mm. So he just used all his privilege at one time. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's, he's real <laughs> familiar with it. Gotcha. Yeah, don't let me catch you out in the street, John Mayer. <laughs> yeah, he, it was wild. <clears throat> Yeah, that's news. To me. That actually should have been one of the moments. Now that I think about it, Kanye allowing that to happen, but it was a preview, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man, man, don't get me started, man. All right, man, we gonna move right along, man, to our next segment, which is worst rap lyrics, man. Lyrics that was so bad, you you just remembered them for all the wrong reasons, just because you couldn't unhear them. Um, were there? <laughs> Were there any lyrics to, uh, that hip hop artists have dropped to you all that were just like, man, why did he say that? So I don't know. I, I might have mis- misinterpreted what you meant by that. So did you mean just like that they were that whack, or stuff that was just out of pocket? Both. Both. Okay. So I took just like lyrics that were jarring to me to hear. Basically anything from Detroit. <laughs> bizarre, spe- bizarre specifically. Bizarre specifically. Like he, <laughs> yeah, he, 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 he says some stuff that I just can't, I can't, I can't mess with. Like he goes too far. What do you say? He, uh, he does go too far because it's like way too far, way too far. He, he does it so much it almost makes you start believing that he's doing these things. <laughs> Some of the, some of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, some of it. Some of it has been done. Like, and this is on on the milder stage. But what do you say? Um, got your mother in a full Nelson while my boys take turns. And that wasn't even the worst of that that verse. No, that's 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 not him at a, even at a hundred. That's him at like twenty. Exactly. It's, yeah, so he's like, if I never have to hear him rap again, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, bizarre, man. He just, yeah, he was out there, man. Oh, he still is out there, but yeah. Uh, what about you, Dave? Um, the, the one that jumped in my head was uh, it was a Drake song. I think it was Best I Ever Had or something like that, but it was Mac Main on it. And he had this line in that where he said, uh, exchange V cards with the retards. And mm-hmm. yeah. And, and it, it, it threw me off because I'm like, like, like nobody in the studio stopped this dude from saying this. Right. right. <laughs> like, like, I mean, straight up, man. Like, if this is my track and I hear this dude spit this bar, I'm like, no, 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 no. We got to <laughs> like, yeah, man, straight up, like you gotta, you gotta rewrite that, man. Like I can't, I can't, I can't go, man. And that, that, yeah, yeah, you, you might as well have a on the dude. <laughs> Facts. That's and, something and, you say. 
Oh, this song was, but it was so out of like line, man. And then it didn't fit the song. It, it, it just felt like he had that line stored somewhere. Like, man, I gotta, I, I gotta spit this. I don't know where, but somebody got right. to know. I don't know. <laughs> this how I get down. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I've never listened to anything else that dude spit. After that, I was like, yeah, I, I don't know who you are, but you're on the list. Wait, what? So wait, what rapper was this? That, that was uh, Mac Main. He was one of the cast. Yeah, I, I want to say he got picked up around the same time Drake kind of was coming on because it was on that. Uh, it was on. Drake. Okay, okay. There's a couple, couple gay DMX one. lyrics too. Um, it's actually pretty. Yeah. yeah now, um, and Biggie, 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 yeah. Now, now I was gonna say now Biggie, he has that one line I thought everyone was gonna bring up. Yeah, I figured somebody um, else would That was my next one from 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 yeah. Where he said, "Girl, you look so good. I'll suck on your daddy's." Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's not okay. Like, hope I've I've never met a woman that fine ever. I I, I can't see it. It's like, dude, you couldn't think of nothing else to rhyme. Like, it's like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a complex verse where he had to, he had to say that. He wanted to say that. Get out. You know, I'm gonna say that, that people to know. That threw me off. Actually, not, where I not thought cool. you were gonna go with that. I thought you were gonna go with the uh, the West Beef line when he was talking about his boy Gutter. Um, how'd that that one go again? You don't remember that? They know my nigga got a blanky blanky kids. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I blanked out the wrong part. Kidnap is not a bad word, but <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole concept of that though, like that's incredibly jarring to me. Like, why are you okay with this? I get it. You're supposed to be trying to think of the most gruesome thing that can happen in beef. But that about some episodes back, you know, uh, crossing lines with, with battle rhymes, that one might have been crossing the line, in my opinion. Even though it wasn't directed at any any actual child, just kind of cosigning that behavior don't work for me. Yeah, no, not at all. Not at all. Um, another another silly rhyme I, I couldn't forget, man. A rhyme Dr. Dre spit on nothing but a G thing. He, when he said, never let me slip, because if I slip, then I'm, I'm slip. slipping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Magoo. Magoo in the studio right with him. <laughs> God, Magoo. Magoo. <laughs> I'm going to kill you all like OJ. Um, <laughs> another one. Um, man, what was it? Um, oh, Cameron's Cameron's five burrows. When he said, he said, sometimes y'all, sometimes y'all get grimy, 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 grimy. But those with a tiny hiney, they get whiny, whiny. <laughs> That's you could do that. You could do that with any cam. Well, most of it. Yeah, that one just. Yeah. I don't know why, man. That one just <laughs> stood out. For me. That is pretty bad, though. 
I don't need to see anybody else on that, on that track. You said what? What you say, Jamil? Oh, oh, hello. I think I, I think I went out. It. Yeah. What, what were you saying now? Nah, I just said Cam is a different type of MC for sure. Yeah. Yeah. See, it's it's, it's lines like that that didn't, that made people like me not take them seriously. Another one, man. Another one. Mace. Uh, Mace from Can't Nobody Hold Me Down. But he said, "Young, black, and famous with money hanging out my anus." It's like, why would? <laughs> Why would money be hanging out your anus, sir? I mean, you gotta stash it, you know? Catch the police. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like just lack of lack of lack of words to rhyme. Lack <laughs> <laughs> lack of yeah, like. He was like, "What rhymes with famous? Famous?" Uh, he just landed on anus. Right. Probably was pub. It's plenty of things that rhyme with famous. Oh. <laughs> it probably was pub. No, just um, right there, right? <laughs> Another one, man. Um, uh, Chingy from from the song Baller Baby, where he said, "I like them black, white, Puerto Rican, and Haitian, like Asian. Japanese, Chinese, or or even Asian." <laughs> It's like, dude obviously didn't take social studies when he was in school, man. Like, you just Nobody named a bunch of Asian nationalities. <laughs> yeah, that was terrible. Man. And there are plenty of them, that's for sure. Just, yeah. I mean, I can't um, get into the, to the, to the new cast. Yeah. A lot of nonsensical rhymes. Yeah, we, 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 be, <laughs> we be going at it all wham, day, wham, man. Wham. <laughs> <laughs> that was an actual line on the song. Wham, wham, wham. Wasn't that part of the hook? No. If it would have been, it might have been better. That was actually how he ended a verse. Oh, though. bruh. <laughs> yeah, it was <sighs> terrible. All right then. So that that that'll take us along to our next segment, man. Um, which will actually be uh hip hop factor fiction, man. <clears throat> Um, this is a segment where I dug up five uh, commonly, not five, ten, ten commonly held opinions within the culture from, or of fr- fans of the culture that they that they hold. Some of them are held by the majority. Some of them are held by a minority of people, uh, of hip hop listeners. Um, I'm going to read them off to you all and you all can let me know if you all believe they are fact or bishop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface Killer is a top 10 MC. Top 10. I, got, I can't. I'll say Bishop. But I'm trying to think of 10 in my head. It, yeah. I could agree with that. If, if you're a fan, man. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Top 10 living MC. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, uh, Big Daddy Kane's still alive. I may have to go... I can't think of 10 off the top. Of fact. If I had a little more time, I'm like, I'm going Bishop. I'm going Bishop. Yeah, I'm going to go Bishop. <laughs> I'm going. I gotta go fact, man. Like... 
when you factor in longevity, consistency, discography, he, he's got a lot of the so-called greats beat. Yeah, just the longevity, absolutely. You said what? I said, I said you might be right as far as longevity is concerned. Yeah, but <clears throat> like you got more projects, man. That's more. That's more subjective to anything because if you start putting in as far as like number ones and like actual hits he's had or record sales and things and stuff like that, like I, right, he don't really kind of show up on that radar. I mean, hip hop purists would definitely, definitely know who faces, but you know, but I don't like a lot of the general public as far as if you put him in any contests with like other rappers like Jay-Z's and Nas's and that's and like I, a lot of people he wouldn't even move the radar you know, yeah right? I, I can see that I, I guess it depends on who you're asking alright next up man Miami has produced no great MC's fact <laughs> I'm a trick daddy fan huh? <laughs> what's up fellas what up, bro? What up, Yo, bro? what's good, Rodney? What up, what up? Not much, man. You chimed in just in time for our hip-hop fact of fiction. Oh, uh, fact of fiction? Yeah, man. Hey. Oh, um, so I'm reading off these I'm reading off these statements and opinions, man. Y'all y'all weigh in, let me know if it's fact or if it's bishop. Okay, okay. All right, uh, we just read off another one. Uh, Miami has produced no great MCs. Miami has what? Has produced no great MCs. Oh, uh, that's bishop. All right, who, who, what great MC came out of Miami? That's what I would like to know. Like, exactly. I, I I haven't done homework on that, but I don't. I can't recall <laughs> off the top of my head any MCs that have came out of Miami that was fired. I think you misunderstood the question there. Because the statement was that Miami has no great oh, MCs. Oh, see, I didn't hear that. I, I heard it wrong. Okay. Miami has no great MCs. Oh, that's that's fact. I'm sorry. Sorry, brother. Okay. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. Sorry. I, I would agree with that. Look, man, Anchor, that. you know, Anchor oh. always be trying to cancel me. So, you know, as soon as I came on, I don't know why, <laughs> you know, Anchor be on that. But it's been... It's been canceling Jamil all, all night. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Next up. Mixtapes can be classics. Factor fix. That's facts. That's right. fact. That's definitely fact. That's facts. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm split on that one, cause like I've definitely heard some 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 mixtapes I would consider personal classics in my collection but it's like they just don't seem to be at the end of the day they don't seem to be as respected as official albums you know what i mean like yeah because they can't count for sales and stuff like that <clears throat> but but a lot of those mixtapes are what are what build certain artists fan bases man like j cole's mixtapes a couple of those built his fan base that lupe's touch the sky mixtape is still a classic to me like we ain't got a couple I mean quote unquote classics you know what I mean like Drake just kind of re-released his his old uh, his old original mixtape I don't know man I I, I think mixtapes they they definitely be classic okay okay 
All right, next one. Tupac Shakur's music was deep. Fact or fiction? This is Bishop. Say that again. I'm going to go fact. I said Tupac Shakur's music was deep. Oh, uh, I'm going to go Bishop. <laughs> music was not deep. Pour out some liquor for my dead homies. It's not deep. Brenda's got a baby. Brenda's got a baby. Brent. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's telling a story, but does that make a beat? It's just telling a story about what happened to a girl. I mean, it's, man, it's a dope song, man. It's, just, it's got some depth to it. It's a dope song, but that don't make him beat. Like, <laughs> he's just telling the story. I, I think I think Tupac was a. <laughs> I'll shut up. <laughs> I mean, I heard that. I heard that, but like everything else, I didn't hear. <laughs> I said that he has moments of depth in his in his music, but I think to to say that his music is deep overall, I think is overshooting it. Yeah, I think he was a conflicted artist, as many artists are, and like you said, he showed flashes of depth. But I think if Tupac had lived to make, I don't know, two more albums. I, I think he still would have uh, I think they would have sounded like his last album like the Machiavelli album like they would have been bitter and you know what I mean just kind of off the rails and just just you know overly confrontational you know what I mean like he seemed to be going in that direction as opposed to a, a real like you know artistically deep direction but um, <clears throat> but moving right along our next statement, man. Cannabis's first album sucked. Fact or fiction? <laughs> bishop. <laughs> That's Bishop, man. <laughs> That's Bishop. All right, Jamil, what you got? That's Bishop. The beats were suspect, but the album wasn't bad. The bars were, were superb. Yeah, the bars is fire, man. Like, I, I, I think this is the biggest myth, one of the biggest myths in hip-hop. That Cannabis's first album was bad. It was not a bad album. Like, I don't know. I don't know what cats were expecting. Like, like what I expected to hear from a Cannabis debut album in '98 is exactly what I got. Right. You know, like I just don't know what cats were looking for. All right. Next up, <clears throat> Illmatic was the greatest album of all time. Fact or fiction? No, oh, this shit. That's. With a capital B underline. <laughs> <laughs> Can it be? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree. I'd have to agree. Um, I'd have to agree. There's just so many other albums that I could think of when I think about greatest hip hop album ever that I will put over Illmatic. Aquemini, the Black Star album, Most Def's debut album, um, Low End Theory. I have this myth um, about. I have a myth about Nas Illmatic. Do you guys feel, I just want to ask you guys a question. Do you guys feel that if, when Illmatic originally first came out, if Source would have never rated it five mics, maybe they would have just gave it like a four and a half or, or a four, a solid four. Do you think it would be celebrate as celebrated now than it, you know, was back then? Or be viewed as um, a yes. Do you think yeah, it'll be viewed as a question? Yes. Yes. And I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. 
there were other albums that are arguable classics that they did give four and a half mics to that they had to go back 10 15 years after the fact and give a retroactive five mic rating to but though those albums that 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 initial rating didn't stop people from celebrating those albums right right i i think the five mic rating boosted it at the time but people would have retroactively gone back to to look at them look at reasonable doubt right people hail that as you know in some people's opinion to be jay's best album but what nobody checking for that in 96 it actually only got four mics if i remember originally from source but that's what i'm saying so that's a good example of what you're talking about that one only got four mics but if you ask somebody in 2002 about it they'll they'll tell you that that was his best album in in a lot of people's opinions right and they actually went back and re-reviewed that album so yeah yeah i got you i got your points i just wanted to talk about (coughs) yeah yeah but um yeah good question though good question all right man next up fact or fiction man uh 50 cent killed ja rule's career Uh, that's that that'd be a fact that's fact verifiable it's a fact huge fact i'm on the fence about it only because ja rule's career was already kind of going down already when he got into it with 50 um murder inc was like under like federal indictment or something and they were under investigation over laundered money and stuff so they were going under um it was just a bad time for him 2003 was just a bad time for him altogether so um yeah i'm on the fence about it i'm on the fence about it but yeah i want to get y'all's opinion i think 50 allowed for him to become a laughing stock though like you get caught up in a money laundering scheme that's the best thing for a rapper <laughs> honestly yeah and and, I, and Irv Gotti kind of screwed them over like he screwed Murder Inc man in my opinion he thought he was bigger than music yeah. I mean I don't know enough about that whole you know the whole Murder Inc mythology to, to, to say for sure um they just weren't one of those labels that that I was that enamored with. They 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 didn't have that like death row mystique. You know what I mean? Nah, that didn't no, really have a rapper <clears throat> worth nothing. It was I mean, Ja Rule and Ashanti. And they weren't, Ashanti, they weren't even yeah. on Rough Riders level. No, no, not at all, not at all. All right, man. Next next statement. Um, Kendrick Lamar saved West Coast hip hop. Uh, I'm going Bishop. I'm going Bishop too. Um, I just think with I don't when you think Kendrick, you don't think West Coast rap. You just don't. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. He's just a dope MC. Yeah, you don't consider him. Yeah, you don't consider him a West Coast MC. You just consider him a good MC. Um, and I, I think that that credit could be more given to somebody like the game. Right. Right. But who was who was really patterning like themselves after the game as far as West Coast lyricists? Like maybe you could get away with saying TDE as a collective, 
because somebody like Schoolboy Q is a hundred percent a West Coast MC. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. Oh yeah. Or you know Isaiah Rashad. Eh. And I guess got- he's kind of kind of like Kendrick as well. Right. Nah. I'm gonna go with. I'm going with Bishop. I'm going Bishop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go Bishop too. All right, man. Last up, man. Commons the B and U was not the best rap diss song ever. <laughs> Bishop. <laughs> That's the hey. I was in that. Uh, I think I was in that tournament, wasn't I? I was one of the voters. I believe so. Yeah, I, was, yeah. <laughs> I was one of the voters. I think I voted against it in the championship round. So I'm gonna have to go back, but you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, hey Rodney, don't let comment here. You talking about I, that. I'm talking like that. <laughs> hey, I love that. I'm 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 just happy it made I'm happy it won. At the end of the day, I'm happy it won. You know, I'm not heartbroken at all. I mean, if I want any, if I want Common to win anything, it'd be that. But you know, it's cool. Man, Common, Common has won two of our brackets. Which one did he win? What was the other one? He won the best storytelling oh, rap yeah, the best. as well with yeah. with Stolen Moments parts one and oh, two. That one? Oh man, that was that's crazy. That, that was. It's like a that's like a sequel though too. That's I mean I can see why it won. It's like a sequel. Yeah, it's three three tracks and and you know a compelling story. Like he, and all the beats were different and and just it, it sucked you into every track. Absolutely. And you you trying to figure it yeah. out right along with him. Yeah, I think we need to do a common bracket. <laughs> that would be a great bracket. Like I, I think that'd be dope, like man. Five, Just yeah, the like best electric circus song should be on that track. <laughs> I'm here for it. That's that's way too many riding. <laughs> okay, three. Okay, three. At least three up. <laughs> hey, I give it. Hey, Soul Power was dope, man. He went hard on that track, dope. I'll give you Soul Power. I'll give you. I got the right to. And the hustle. The hustle was dope. The hustle. Yeah, the yep. hustle was dope. <clears throat> I'll give you those three, but anything else yeah, from that yeah, album? Yeah, I don't know. yeah, y'all got. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah, absolutely, man. Tripping. Jimmy um, is a rock star. Can't get on the list. <laughs> Terrible, man. Terrible. All right, man. So, um, I, I did want to take this moment to preview a couple of upcoming topics. I was doing some digging around as far as like you know, <clears throat> just earmarking great years for hip hop releases. And another year that I came upon that was pretty dope for hip hop was two thousand and four. Yes. So, next episode, we are going to break down the standout albums from two thousand and four uh, hip hop albums, um, and then we're gonna we're gonna share our top 10 albums from that year if you want to throw in a couple of honorable mentions that's fine too because um, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm compiling kind of like a list of the best years uh, for hip hop releases and then once we're done analyzing the different years I wanted to do a bracket for the best year in hip hop 
but that's you know of course later on down the line we've only done 1999 so far so we got plenty of other years to get through <clears throat> but um just something i wanted to share with y'all um and as far as like brackets too i know we, we threw out the comment uh, another one i wanted to do was the best tribe called quest song bracket a best um kanye west song bracket um That'd be a good one. what was the other one Oh, and oh, did I say Kanye West? Yeah, you said Kanye. Kanye West, Tribe, De La, and Common. So, um, yeah, those, those should be coming up. So, uh, moving right along to our next segment. Man, time flies. Uh, We're going to dive right into it, though. Um, our uh, magnum opus for this week, where we take an artist's um, uh, discography and we rank their albums from worst to first. Which one we thought was their best uh, body of work or best LP, and we go all the way down to their least best. So, uh, Rodney, man, you are special guest. So this week we are analyzing De La Soul in honor of the 30th anniversary of Three Feet High and Rising. So, take it away, man. They they have eight albums uh, all together, eight studio albums. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, yep, that's what we're working with. All right, so I'm gonna start off from uh, worst to first. Uh, I'm not counting the plug one, plug two present uh, unless you want to count that. Nah, that wasn't a day like I wasn't counting. Okay, I need all three. Okay, um, in last place, and and, and you know what? It's not. They also never drop any whack material. Let's just get that out of the way, first of all. Like, all their albums had quality. So, just because it's in last place, don't mean necessarily it was terrible. You know, still a good album, just not uh, one of my favorites. So, uh, I just wanted to throw that out there. With that said, I got AOI, um, Bionics at, at, in last place. Um, it was a decent album, but I didn't enjoy it as much as most of their projects. Uh, so I got that hmm. in last place. Um, even though Dilla had a fire, fire track on that album. Uh, Anonymous Nobody uh, comes in next. Um, again, very good album, very good comeback album. Just wasn't the. It didn't have that, you know. That, you know, it just yeah, yeah it's just it was just something about that album. Yeah, it was it was okay. Um, I did look. I thought some of the features on the album were solid, and uh, I was surprised. You know, Two Chains actually had a nice guest appearance on that album. So, uh, but other than that, you know, still a good album, just not my favorite. Um, up next, and uh, this is where it gets interesting. I have three feet high and rising. This Negro. I know. I whoa. Yes, I know. I knew I was gonna surprise y'all. I knew I was gonna surprise y'all. You have three feet high and rising at number yes. six. Yes. Uh I have three feet high and rising at number six. Um I thought it was a creative, a mad creative album. Um but three feet high and rising took so long to catch me. I, I you know, it, it, it was fair enough. Yeah, it, it just took it, it took long for me, you know. And um, 
Wait, you mean like the actual length of the album, they, or just w- w- when you got put on to the album? When I got put on, and then trying to oh, get okay. into and trying to get into it, you know, the interludes and all that stuff. You know, it took some time to really for me to really appreciate that album. That's why I got it ranked so low. I think it's a great album. Don't get me wrong; it's, it's one of the great hip hop albums. But I'm just going off. What got more spins? What what touched me the most out of their collection? And that one didn't grab me as much as their other projects. Fair so with, the, with that said, up next, Balloon Mind State, which I think is their most underrated album. I think people have ignored that album. The samples uh-huh. on that album are amazing. Um, that album really inspired me to start looking like into the originals of samples that you know people use and and it put me on to a lot of different old school artists in the past like they really dug in a craze for that album and um i just appreciated uh the the introduction how they were basically saying basically telling the narrative like hey we might blow up but we won't go pop like you know it's just them continuing to tell tommy boy and anybody else that hey we're not we're gonna stick to what we do and right. This is what we gonna do. Um, and then uh, up next, De La Soul is dead, which I thought was an excellent concept. The fact that they wanted to get rid of the whole Daisy type thing that they had gained, garnered with their first album, and people were calling them hippies and stuff like that. And they're like, you know what? Skip that. De La Soul is dead. We about to drop this. Um, and, and I thought it was pretty. Uh, pretty dope album i really enjoyed it it was one of their shorter albums but i really enjoyed it um aoi wait daylight was there was i think it was that was i remember terribly short short. let me uh let me take a look how many tracks was on this boy uh oh no you're right man it was it was fairly long it was fairly long but i mean Uh, yeah yeah, millie pulled a pistol on santa that's a classic (laughs) <laughs> ring, 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 uh, <coughs> roller skating, jam, ODs of old, like uh, all these, all those tracks were dope, man. I, I, I really enjoyed De La Soul is Dead. Uh, up next, AOI. That was like, that take me back to my like senior year, well, no, junior year in high school. Um, dude, they killed it with that. That ooh video is still one of my all time favorite videos. Yeah, <laughs> I wish I I forgot all of when I remember the episode we were talking about like creative videos with the whole uh, <laughs> the whole Wizard of Oz thing. You know that was that was dope. I agree. And, um, I agree. Hey, that some of the best best production was on that album too. Like, um, uh, what's that? It's it's a track I'm looking for right now. Um, and you, you you dropped it on several of your episodes, the instrumental to it, but uh Set the Mood. I think it was not Set the Mood. Through your city, I think. No, View. It was View. View. Yeah. View. Yeah. Oh my god, that's um I used to I think I played that song so much on my CD it just started getting scratched up. I think I bought that CD at least three times <laughs> over because I Put so much burn to that CD, man, in that track. Uh, up next, Grind Date. 
I thought Grande was so underrated. Grande. You got Grande, Grande at number two. two, man. I enjoyed every minute of Grande. And then that, that, that Doom track at the end. Man, that dude. rock cocaine flow. Yeah. That yeah. rock cocaine flow. Still one of my all time favorite Daylight tracks. And then number one, I got Stasis High, which speaks for itself. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I can't argue with that one, man. I can't argue with that one. So you said out of all of these, you felt Balloon Mind State was their most underappreciated yeah. album? Okay. Okay. I can go with that. I can go with that. Great list. You got Bionics at number eight, Anonymous Nobody at seven, Three Feet High and Rising at six. I know y'all. I know yeah. 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 Make a yeah. <laughs> uh, five, Balloon Mind State. Four, Daylight Soul is dead. Three, Mosaic Dump. Thump. Two, The Grind Aid. And one, Stakes is High. Great list. All right, Jamil, man. Let's uh, lay it on us, man. All right. So, uh, at the bottom, and, and I, I'm going with the same thing Rodney went with. You know, all of these albums are, are solid. It's just kind of like I did with the Doom albums. It's, you know, what was getting the most burn for me. Uh, so I'm going to go with the Anonymous Nobody. It's solid enough album. Uh, you and I talked a little bit about it before. Uh, it's just mm-hmm. it's just okay. <clears throat> it was a little bit of a departure. Uh, after that, I got Bionics. Um, even though I, I did enjoy some of the album, it just I just don't find myself going back to listen to the whole album. Like if I go back and listen to it, it had been to catch one or two tracks that I wanted to hear. Like that uh, okay. the song with CeeLo is probably the one I go back to the most that held down. Yeah, that's a dope song. Yeah. 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 Great track. And the Reverend Duke. <laughs> yes. Yeah, those were good too. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, indeed. Um let's see, number six. I got Grind Date. Um, great album. The the I I enjoyed like the differences in production. Um, <coughs> they kind of got to expand their sound a little bit. So that was dope because you know Dilla did his thing on that Mad Lib. That uh, was it. That shopping bags. The yeah, do it. yeah, yeah. Shopping bags. Um, let's see where we at now. Where we at five? We at five. Uh, at five, I think I'm gonna go with Balloon Mind State. Um, dope album. Uh, I I think my favorite part about it, like Ryan mentioned, was they was they knew they were blowing up or they they had the idea that you know they was gonna blow up but we're not changing um and prince paul <coughs> just strong on the production still and uh they were on the only way to make it a change on the next one but that's where we at uh okay four mosaic thump um <laughs> ghost weed that's all i'm saying about that <laughs> oh man! Said every time I turn around, I hear voices. Ah, <laughs> uh, where we at four? 
No, we have three. Okay. Uh, three, I'm going uh, three feet high and rising. Uh, dope album. I, I caught it late. I, I thought she was going to have that at number one. Nah, nah. You, you, Me too. You know what number one is. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, actually, I really like Three Feet High and Rising, but it is... Um, It's, it's too happy for me, I guess. That, and that's making it sound like a bad, a bad. That's not. That's not a bad thing. Like it's it's a fun album, um, and I enjoy it. But I just I, I like <coughs> their more topical, uh, their more topical work. It's still top three, but it is third. Uh, two day my soul is dead. Dope, 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 dope project. Um, I like that they got a little bit dark on that, especially, you know, in, in contrast to the debut album. Um, they're like, look, we can. Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate yes, that about it too. Because they're letting me know that we can do, we can do all of that. We can do all of that. Right. Yeah, they weren't so exactly. one dimensional. At number one, got to be Stakes and Tire. All right, all right. Stakes is high at number one on Jamil and Rodney's list. Now, Jamil, out of these albums, which one did their albums do you feel was their most underappreciated album? Probably Grind Date. Hmm, I, okay, I, don't ever, okay. I don't really hear people talking about that one. And real quick, De La Soul is Dead did get five mics from the source, too. So, uh, you know. <coughs> What did uh, Three Feet High get? Three Feet High. I think they originally got four and a half. Yeah, I can't. That. But they went back. They went back retroactively and gave it a five mic rate. All right. So I'm gonna go into I'm gonna go into my rankings now, man. Um, you know, De La Soul is a group I've been rocking with for years. Um, they are one of those veterans veteran groups that they they never had to suffer through like internal turmoil in the right. uh you know so they 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 still they're still together they never broke up 30 years after they they debuted they're, they're still rocking um have y'all seen yes. i never seen day la live i saw day la live it was amazing dude great. dude they do a great great live show okay um they're just stew, man. They're just what? What can I say about them? Hasn't already been said, dude. They're like they're kind of like that that brother group to Tribe Called Quest, yeah. but like totally different yeah. line. Totally different. Dress from uh, Black. Dress um, from, uh, from uh, Black Sheep had, had made a special guest surprise appearance when I saw him, and it was so crazy. I'm talking about it could have. Uh, I'm talking about earthquake shattering when Dress got up there and and sung. The choice is yours. It, it was well, yeah, what was it at House of Blues? House of Blues, yeah. Cool, man. Cool, yeah. I saw them at um Rock the Bells 2008. Um, that one was that was a dope show. For that one, dope show. I, I, that, yeah. I wish that 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 show belongs. It's on podcast episode, man. It was so dope, but uh. But but anyway, they lot, you know, they they one of my favorite groups of all time. They in my my top five actually for just all time hip hop groups. 
So going into my list, man, at number eight, I got the anonymous nobody. Y'all already hit on the same points, you know. Decent album, a bit of a departure for them sonically, and you know, little little heavy on guest appearances, but it's not a bad album. It just kind of it, it, it lacks replay value for me. Um, you know, the album kind of kind of lacks identity. I want to say. Yeah, I think I can what, see where you're going. With what that. turned me off about some of the portions of the album was the the lack of lyrics. Man, like they wait until like two. To the song is about to go off, and then they start rapping, and then they go to the next track. Right. I don't know if that was De La Soul's way of playing tricks on us on the listening, but <laughs> I, I wasn't really digging that. I think they they were just yeah. experimenting with something different. Like you know how a lot of uh, a lot of rappers will change their sound to to mimic what what was hot at the time, and they didn't really do that. But they were embracing, uh, I think, new new sound concepts and collaborations that you weren't expecting, or just just having so many features in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, number seven, man, don't don't crucify me for number seven, man. Number seven, I got balloon. Oh wow! <laughs> um, you got to explain yourself, sir. I think me and Ian talked about. Four, all right, so, all right. Uh, go ahead. All right, so my, my 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 reason is very basic. I just felt it wasn't a bad album, but just the other six were just better. That's just that's basically what it boils down Fair to. Enough. Like like Dela has has released no bad right. albums, and it's like when I think about how much I I actually bumped Balloon Mind State as opposed to the others, I just bumped the Fair others enough. more. Yeah, I can't. But Balloon Mind State is a very dope album. Um, number six, I got the grind date. Um, the grind date would have been higher on the list, but it was just too short. It was like ten tracks, something like that. It's might, yeah. It was like a le- yeah, eleven tracks. You know, I think it's their you said what? Album today. Out of all I think the you're right. projects, it, I th- yeah, I think so too. Not not that the brevity was a bad thing. It was just. Uh, it just kind of left me wanting more, you know. But y'all, y'all already hit on it with like the the the, the stellar feature from MF Doom to, to close out the album. The, the dude, the first two tracks of the Grind Days mm. are like, yeah, just amazing. Like the future. Um, to start off with the future, off? you know, and then you you go from the future right into verbal mm, clap, bruh, bruh. Um, It was just a one-two punch, man. Just a one-two punch. All right, number five. I actually have Bionics. Okay. Okay. Um, a lot of people wasn't really rocking with Bionics when it came out. I remember a lot of heads saying that it was just too much singing on it. It had too much of an R&B feel. But I don't know, man. I I, I got what I was looking for out of Bionics. Like it, it was a cool listen. Like just it was dope. It was dope. <clears throat> All right, man. Number four. I got Mosaic Thump. Um. I actually feel out of all their albums, Mosaic Thump is their most underappreciated okay. album. Um, dude, the the stuff they did with the production on that album was like, you know, uh, um, with, with Jay Dilla and 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 Megahertz and, um, you know, uh, uh, whoever else they had on there. Um, 
it was just a smooth album, man. It was a smooth album, and then and then all the all the guest appearances work. You had my rights with Exhibit and J Row and Tash. Then you had uh, Ooh with Red Man. Then you had Through Your City with DV Elias Christ. You had um, uh, 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 You Don't Want a BDS with Bump- Bumpy Knuckles. The album just works. The album just works for me. Um, and then number three, <laughs> I got Three Feet High and Rising. Um, it's funny none of us had Three Feet High and Rising as their best album. I think we um, probably are not of the right age. Perhaps, but I, I, I'll say this though: something's to be said, and you've touched on this, Jamil, with 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 heads kind of getting into this this mentality that a group's earliest work is their right. best work. Like, here's the thing: something has to be said for artistic sure, growth sure. as well. It's great when a group comes out like Daylight. They come out the gate swinging. They creative. They establish themselves as a force to be reckoned with. But to improve upon that foundation that you already laid, to me, that's that's the that's the journey worth you know, you know, uh, 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 you know, riding along. Yeah, anybody can can and, debut. Uh, a dope album and not be able to follow up but you know it's a, a dozen MCs that have done that exactly exactly they they fall to the sophomore mm-hmm. slump or you know they 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 just they're never able to recreate it you know and some a lot of MCs have, have fallen to that you know most death is one um Felmach is another yeah. you know um but something is to be said about artistic growth that's where these next two albums come in. Number two, I got De La Soul was dead. It was like to me that was like three feet high and rising on steroids. Okay, like the mirror image. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. It was like it was almost like a companion album, like sonically, but thematically, like like you said, like they touched on way more serious, you know, issues. They talked about materialism. They talked about. Uh, you know the record industry and, and and the pitfalls there and um keeping the faith with abstinence you know what i mean like uh, they just they took it up a notch you know for, for lack of a better term and of course the number one man what else stakes is high man i did not expect all of us to have stakes as high as the number one album this is dope this is dope stakes is high to me is their most complete album um, oh, one more thing I wanted to say about Three Feet High and Rising. I, I felt while I enjoyed that, that, that it, I felt it was an enjoyable listen. I felt that they went, they got a little, they went a little overboard with the silliness. Mm-hmm. That's what I felt. That's what I felt. It, I mean, yeah. Maybe, that's why maybe it took me so long to get to the album. I had to keep going back to it, but you know, uh, Daisy Age is my joint though. I, I, I really love the track. I think I think yeah that was like intentional too though because if you think about what else was happening in the music industry at the time that was you know PE NWA you know and they were kind of positioning themselves themselves as you know forces to be reckoned with in this rap game but we ain't these dudes right yeah yeah now, now, Stakes is high, man. Amazing album. Amazing album. Um, and full disclosure, man, when I first copped Stakes is high, 
I was still on Tribe Beats Rhymes and Life. Okay. So that one kind of overshadowed Sex Society. And one day I was just <clears throat> cleaning up around the house, decided to put Sex Society on in the headphones, and, it, 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 and really give it a good listen. And it just clicked with me. It's their most complete album. It's their probably most mature album, but not, I, 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 I hate to use that term because it, it makes it sound like it, it's a, a somber album, but but you don't feel like, you don't feel depressed or anything while listening to it. It's just, you know, it's got some tracks talking about some real stuff, like the yeah. breaks. Um, what else? Uh, dude, the, I'm looking at the track list and the last seven tracks, tracks 11 through 17, are probably like some of the best music that Daylight ever did. You had For More, you had uh, Pony Ride, Stakes Is High, Sunshine, It's So Easy. Just just so much quality material on that. And then, of course, the first half of the album, you got Breaks, Doggy Dog was a good one, Baby Ooh Baby, um, The Business with Common, Super MCs is a slept oh, yeah, on one. MCs, you know, stakes as high is just it's just dope, man. It's just dope. <clears throat> but um but man, y'all good run through, man. Good run through. I'm glad I'm really glad I had y'all two in on this episode. Cause I know y'all daylight heads and I know y'all did the homework, so I definitely, definitely appreciate it. Well, uh most deaf made his debut on that album too, man. He sure he did. did. And when I that when I heard yeah. that Big Brother beat for the first time, I'm like, "Who is this dude? Who's this dude, like, yeah, yeah, he is murdering this track, right?" And I'm trying to think. I don't remember hearing him again until later on. Uh, until until Love went here. No, not not Love 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 Movement. Love Movement. Love Movement. It was one, oh yeah. I'm, I'm getting my albums mixed up, but yeah, Love Movement. Yeah, he dropped a couple of singles after like the prior, you know, the following year rather, um, on like Ruckus Records, of course. But like you know, you had to really, really be plugged in and really be up on them then, because I I don't think I heard most Def uh, again until yeah, Love Movement, yep. Love Movement, and uh, yeah, it's so but, easy, man. That's one. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Uh, you know what I, I really love the It's So Easy oh, video. video was amazing yeah the video was dope you had a high school just, they got every rapper they knew and they like made them students in this <laughs> high school I'm like, I'm like I'm watching the video I'm like dude this is the dopest right. high school ever I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna learn a thing but I'm gonna love it right I'm gonna learn how to rap though you had the roots you had Lords of the Underground Money yeah, Love everybody was on that joint Everybody was and up in there. Was crazy, bro. I bet. <laughs> right, right. Was. Everybody was in there. Camp Low, yep. all of them. Oh man, but man, good, good list, y'all. Good list. So, um, our our album face off, man. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to postpone that till next week. Um, hopefully y'all can chime in on that too. It's gonna be Rhapsody. Uh, Layla's Wisdom going up against Murs and Knife Wonder, Murs 316. Two dope, dope albums. Um, definitely worth checking out. Uh, we're going to pit them against each other next week and see which one y'all was feeling more and why. And we're also going to do best albums of 2004 and a couple other topics I'm, I'm going to cook up too. So 
Uh, y'all stay tuned for that. I'm going to definitely message y'all later on in the week <clears throat> on that. But no episode will be complete until we capped it off with uh, what you're bumping. Uh, where we share with the uh, audience what we've been bumping for the week, whether it be new, whether it be old, or whether it just be something you just ain't never heard before. So, Rodney, man, this week, what you been bumping? Oh, man. Uh, Smith and Wesson, man. I mean, the all is. I I, I got it rated high on my uh, rating chart. Um, it's just a fire album, dude. Like eleven tracks of fire. <laughs> oh goodness, man! Like they don't even give you a break to nod your head on this one, man. This is. <laughs> <laughs> your neck is be broken up. <laughs> And um, uh, but that I've been bumping that, and uh, you know, over the weekend, uh, just dropped a new Rock the Magnificent single. You know, if you follow me on social media, check that out. Instagram is hot off the presses. Uh, anyway, that was just a <laughs> tag. But um, Jamil, you're going to be proud of me, man. Uh-oh. Uh oh. I actually listened to the new Solange. Album. <laughs> I haven't given it a thorough listen yet. Okay. But okay. I, I, I cracked it open a little bit. Okay. Uh, Ian, uh, I know how you feel about Salon, so I'm not even going to go into that whole thing. But I will say this, guys. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little thrown off with this one. Really, I think she. <laughs> I think she's trying to get too deep for her own good, man. Like it, it's it's it started off extremely too slow, and I don't know what she's trying to do. She's trying to put a spell on me. I don't know what she's trying to do. Uh, she starts off her first track by saying, "I saw things I imagined over a hundred times over," and you're like, "Okay, why is she saying this over and over again?" And then the next two tracks is just like a bunch of nothing. And then she gets into the album, and it, it, and you and you're like, okay, it's like it's like she rewarding you for listening to that part of the album. And then she gives you some good songs, and then she goes back to the whole, I'm deep, I'm 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 so deep that you know it, it's just you got. I mean, you'll 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 see what I'm talking about, Jamil. But uh, that's really it. I mean, that's really it. That's all I've been. Kind of, I've been spending all weekend trying to figure out this album. <laughs> and then when I get a break, I listen to something else. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> to nod my head so I can get all the. the you need the a Rodney need a palate thinking too hard. <laughs> Just go back to them, them smacking drums. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Like I yeah, got to clear gotta, my head. I, I, I really do. I got to clear my head, man. Also, uh, last but not least, I did. Uh, I am back on my uh, soul house kick, so I've been listening to a lot of like old school house. Um, a lot of old, Whole Foods. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> this ain't Whole Foods. This ain't Whole Foods. Uh, 
But if you want some Whole Foods music, I got an album for you. Uh, ah. Shout out, shout out to Greg. <laughs> Right. Uh, I don't know if y'all up on Lil Dragon, but the Ritual album is amazing. You guys, guys got a chance to check it out. Check it out. It's a pretty dope album. But house music, man, I've been on my house music kick, man. I've been listening to a lot of old school house and, you know, had a couple of days off, had to clean the house. So it was nice to play some of that in the background. How to do it. How to get it done. Okay. Hey, hey, Rodney, was that before or after you shot your video uh, sleeping <laughs> on the couch? <laughs> that was after. That was after. <laughs> that was fire, man. I could, that, that's a hit in today's, uh, today's good scene. Hey, it's that easy. I'm just showing the world how easy it is. All they got to do is do it. Not hard. <laughs> All right, so Jamil, man, what you been bumping? Um, I I went back and listened to uh, that Talib Kweli album Liberation with him and Madlib. Oh, okay, okay. Bumping that short album, but uh, bananas on the beats. Yes, and, it is. Um, that that Consequence collab was pretty dope. Uh, also. Definitely. Also been bumping that uh, that first Jazzy Jeff album, The Magnificent. One of okay. my all-time okay. favorites. Yeah, man. Um, like I said, I, I cracked the Solange. I didn't <laughs> give it a full listen just because I knew I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of stress. I want to take it all. <laughs> and I wasn't ready for it. So I was like, yeah, let, me come, let, me, let me come back. I to just this. shook it off. <laughs> uh, and then last but not least this is not a full album but uh i thought it was it was pretty pretty dope white club got a new single out um oh yeah oh really called baba and it is it's trap drums okay it's, it's definitely trap drums but it's not trap music okay. i was like i could i can mess with this and it wasn't um it wasn't even traditionally trap sound and production like it had the 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 sped up hi-hat that everybody is using but everything else underneath it was kind of like boom bap sounding so it was (coughs) interesting it was interesting you know Wyclef is nobody's lyrical wizard but he has some he has some bars there i'm gonna have to check it out what is it on what platform is it available uh, it's on Spotify, I know for sure. That's where I heard it. Okay. Yeah, it's called Baba. Okay. 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 Cool. Cool. Man, this week, man, I've been bumping. I've been getting in a bit into my jazz kick, man. I've been bumping Donald Byrd's uh, album "Stepping Into Tomorrow" from 1974, man. Check it out, Rodney. I think I think you would dig it. I really think oh, yeah, you would no, dig I, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, check it out. Donald Byrd stepping into tomorrow, and then um, thank. I was gonna say thanks to uh, uh, your your notes from our MF Doom episode, uh, Jamil. I've 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 been bumping um, MF Doom's uh, mm, food okay. album. Um, <laughs> just just going back and just reappreciating yeah. that album. Um, I've also been bumping um, Quasimodo. The Further Adventures of Lord Quaz, and I've also been bumping Ghostface 
I'm sorry, Czarface means Ghostface. Yes, indeed. So that's 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 what I've been on. Actually, I do got so. one more to add to because oh. I um because I did the same thing actually after the Doom episode. I went back and uh, was listening to the Barville villain again, which after I, after I went through it, I'm like, man, I think I want to change my <laughs> change my seating. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, Volvo Villa yeah, with that man. heat, man. Like yeah, he snapped. <laughs> what was you saying, Ronnie? Hey, did you check out that 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 Doja Cat uh, Tia Tamira track? <laughs> of course, I, I didn't did. know this was a thing. I thought Doja Cat was dead. Hey, 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 Rodney! Doja Cat is the Lance Stevenson of the hip hop world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by that you mean? She got a couple fans, but nobody really needs her. <laughs> hey, hey, I know. <laughs> <laughs> On mute, don't get fired. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to do some research on this. Is, is T and Tamara the name of the track, or are these are, are are they feature on it? No, no, it's the name of the track. Okay, it's the video. Hilarious. Hey, Rodney. Rodney, I might have to get the too hot for TV button on that one. Right. Too hot for TV. Oh, man. Y'all got me crying over here, man. All right, man. So that's that's going to wrap it up. Uh, but real quick, though, y'all get reminded of another potential, a couple other potential topics for future episodes. One was a Boondocks appreciation Absolutely. episode. Absolutely. Uh, for the animated show And the other was The top 10 underground hip hop albums Of all time I think that might be a good episode To do in between episodes um, So so Albums that were not released on any Major labels And ironically none of So none of the Roots albums will no. qualify No they were all studio Except for orga- uh, Organics Right Organics will qualify <clears throat> Yeah, so yeah, that's when I, I do want to get to. So, um, but yeah, that'll be the show, man. So I think that I definitely, definitely thank y'all for for hopping on. Uh, it's 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 been a couple of weeks, but we you know we we, we back at it, and um, uh, we gonna keep season four rolling along, man. But I want to bid y'all adieu for the night. Thanks for chiming yeah, in, sure. and with that, man, Ooh, peace. peace, peace, peace.
If there is a serial killer living next door to you, though, and you know that person is, you know, killing people, would you be a snitch if you t- called police and told them? If I knew the serial killer was living next door to me? Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call and tell anybody on them, but I'd probably move. Like, I'm not going to be around because I don't need to be living around serial killers, but I'm not going to call and be like, put the signs up, like, yo, you know, the serial killer's in 4E.